This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. Hey, this is Liz. This is Heather. This week, we are diving into the second half of our 2019 annual movie review. All right, hit that music. You ready for part two of our 2019 movie review, July to the end, I guess. (laughs) So July starts all of the summer blockbusters. I guess technically uh, Memorial Day does, but since nobody goes to the movie that weekend, then we have the 4th of July. (laughs) Right, exactly. So that's what this year, what came out was, well, in 2019, what came out was Spider-Man Far From Home. Yes, I was so looking forward to that, especially with it coming right on the heels of Endgame for the Avengers, um, trying to see where do they go from here? Because the trailers didn't give us that much. You know, it was like, all right, mm-hmm. he's in Europe. Okay, why? When? Like, we didn't know. So, yeah, we had a tough time with that. Like, Ant Man was um, weird because it came out after Endgame but before Infinity War. Same with the Spider Man. Um, well, no, Spider Man came out after um, Endgame, but we didn't know about it. Uh, what was going to happen? And so we kept seeing these trailers going. How is this possible? Right. Like how far from home? He was pretty fucking far from home when they dusted him in Infinity War. Yeah, so my assumption was that it was in the past or something like that, like Ant-Man did, uh, or in um, in between the two. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, no, it was all by its lonesome, mm-hmm. and, uh, but they did a good job with it. I, I think that it was a cliffhanger, so we have that to look forward to. Yeah, I, I wanted to love it because I love, love, love uh, Spider-Man. I love Tom Holland as Spider-Man. And I really enjoyed Spider-Man Homecoming. It was really good. And what I loved about it so much was it was just a really nice kind of, I mean, yeah, obviously he's got a villain and everything and he's trying to figure out how to be Spider-Man, you know, on his own or trying to suck up to Tony Stark and all of this. And it it was very, it was a good movie. Like I really enjoyed that movie. And then this one came out and I wasn't sure where it was going and, and all of that. But I just was kind of, eh? by the middle to end of the movie so yeah i i wasn't in love with it but it doesn't mean that uh it wasn't good it's just that you know marvel just does so much that it's right <laughs> i mean just a really good movie is a kind of mediocre in the grand scheme of marvel yeah now. i still liked it way better than i've liked most of the other superhero non-marvely movies that have come out so it was really good. I mean, their CGI budget had to just be way higher than Sharknado. Uh, it was really, really good. And uh, I liked uh, Jake Gyllenhaal in it. I think he did 
a really interesting yeah. job. Like he he acted that really well. I didn't kind of see where things were going, so that was cool. Um, yeah. And then that uh that cut scene at the end was just like what? Yeah, so. that was crazy. Yeah, so it really was it really was a cliffhanger. There's lots of stuff that's going on, and now with the whole uh, Sony Marvel contract renegotiations, I guess they can make another Spider Man movie, but there might be issues with how it fits in with everything. So we'll see. Yeah. So fingers uh, crossed. Yep. Um. So, it, uh, you know, next in July was one that I was just disturbed by the premise of, and that was Crawl. Did you see anything about that? It's no, it's like Anaconda, but like after a place gets flooded by a hurricane. So I'm like, you so know it's what? just it's a- New Orleans then. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> it's a little too soon for this shit for me. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, coming from a city that has also been flooded like significantly a couple of times, it's like, I don't really need to see that. So, yeah, I was, I was just like, even you know, it's been a year and a half since Harvey, right? And, uh, or two years two since Harvey. Two and a half, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I still have a tough time being around the rain yeah. when it's, uh, when there's a real storm. Yeah. And I was sitting at a restaurant and they had a little, uh, table tent advertising crawl. And I was just like, I, I just find this completely disturbing. I cannot, I cannot watch this. Yeah. So. Even if I'd seen it, it definitely would not have been on my list of things to do. So, yeah, it it didn't do terrible with the ratings, uh, six point two, which is better than a lot of, uh, you know, it's better than most crappy movies. <laughs> <laughs> you are the king of the crappy movies, crawl. Good job. Yeah, yeah. So, so. all right. While we're still in July. Then, you know, when we talked about this in our last episode, uh, Disney had a lot of expiring uh, trademarks this year, it looked yep. like. Yep. Because we got Dumbo. Mm-hmm. We got Aladdin. Yep. And then we had Lion King. Yeah, I was kind of wanting to go see it, but I just never really got around to it. Yeah, I loved Lion King, so I I don't know how I'd feel about it being live action. And I remember, and I, you know, I heard that the songs are different now. Yeah. And so... I was like, if it's not Elton John's songs, ah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. It had a really good cast. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I wasn't wasn't hating on the cast, and I think they tried to do a shot by shot kind of like they did with Beauty and the Beast. So we'll see. That would be cool. I know that um, Seth Rogen tw- uh, Instagrammed out a picture of his character because he was one. He was the warthog. Yeah, he's Pumbaa. And yeah, sure. Is that the name of the warthog? <laughs> it's the name of the warthog. Yes. It's been a while since I've seen the movie, but it's your favorite. <laughs> it's not my favorite, but okay. uh, it's been a while. Um, and uh, so, yes, and people were like, "Oh my god, they've made the warthog so ugly!" And it was like, um, "It's a that's warthog. What a war- that's what a warthog looks like. It's All not right. cute and cuddly." Um, so I thought that was hilarious, and I mm-hmm. thought, well. You know, once you like get down to the nitty gritty, a lot of animals are kind of gross looking. So, you yeah. know, like a mandrel, like they're cool and a little gross. So, yeah, have you ever seen a shaved bear? That's what nightmares are made of. No, I don't think I've run across <laughs> that in nature. <laughs> I, I, I haven't run across it in nature. I've seen it on the internet, and it's like, oh dear God, <laughs> it oh. is definitely nightmare fodder. Yeah. Um. 
All right. So we're finally getting back in track to when I started going to see movies again this summer. Yeah. And Once Upon a Time in Hollywood came mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. This was incredible. So, was it good? Yeah. Um, so Tarantino, he has these like, I don't know how to describe him. He likes to rewrite history to make it work better for uh, him or the characters involved. And he did that here. That sounds like a white man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But it was so much fun um, because first, you know, there, there's a lot of icons in it. Like Bruce Lee was in it. And um, um, you know, the idea was that Leonardo DiCaprio, (laughs) (laughs) that he was Leonardo DiCaprio was a movie star uh, in Westerns and stuff. And that uh, Brad Pitt was his, uh, stunt double and so it was like their relationship but you know it was in the 60s where people apparently did not give a shit if you like sped and dro- um you know drove drunk and uh were crazy so you got it mm-hmm. it was a little nitty-gritty with that and there but it was it was a fun story and uh the ending was you know over the top bloody just like all of um all of tarantino's are but it was good. Right. I enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I think it may be one of my top three of the year. Hmm. Interesting. So, I will have to watch that yeah. one. So, but again, it's a Tarantino. So, you know, right. thinking kill bill levels of blood there. <laughs> well, he does always get an excellently high blood budget, as we learned with Kill Bill Volume 1. Yep. That's most of his budget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... Our our favorite, and we actually went into this one without it being a long separate episode, but we talked about this one for some time. Mm. Uh, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. That is probably one of my favorite movies of the year, and I honestly couldn't even tell you what it was about. Like, <laughs> it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it did not matter. I mean, it, it was, was so good. <laughs> okay, we know it's stupid. We expected it to be stupid. It was thoroughly stupid, and it was delightful. I enjoyed every it was moment amazing. of it. <laughs> we get a lot of shirtless rock, uh-huh. which is nice. We get a lot of sarcastic uh, love banter back and forth between Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. That was delightful. And we even get a super hot uh, Idris Elba, uh, basically, as a Transformer. Yes, so. that was awesome. And, of course, it's Fast and Furious, so the car and motorcycle chase, like, all of those were just stupendous. They were amazing. Yeah. There was a loosely weaved story between it, <laughs> between each fight scene and or uh, chase scene. They didn't make a lot of sense. Obviously, they were thinking of some stuff on the fly because, like, clothes changed mid-scenes. And, right. <laughs> um, so that was interesting, but they didn't bother me. <laughs> Okay, so when we were talking about this, we must have been talking about it during the Meg, I think, because we were talking a lot of Jason Statham for that, like the the Meg where we actually talked about the Meg, the bonus episode. Um, and, you know, and I mentioned that Mac, the guy in the Meg, who's like the head of the, you know, he's not the scientist or whatever, but he's like the, the head of the yeah, you know, that- Mono One. He, uh, what what did we call it? I don't remember now. The, uh, the, uh, the crustacean, that's what it was. <laughs> So anyway, uh, the guy, Mac, who is a part of that, did actually play uh, The Rock's younger brother, the one he had been in a fight with for a decade, in uh, Hobbs and Shaw. The same guy. Awesome. He's from New Zealand. 
Yes. Um, I went and saw actually a, a, uh, actor and I forgot his name, but he was the one that played one of the main orcs and he played Sauron, uh, and he was in a bunch of, uh, other things, but they just had him on an episode of the Mandalorian and he had to give up Hobbs and Shaw to do that. And he was like, I'm from New Zealand. These would be all my family. And it was so close, but I had to be in Star Wars. So, right. Well, you know, like I said last week or the week before, when Star Wars comes a knocking, yeah, you don't close the door. Exactly. So, have you seen that meme yeah. with um, uh, Adam Driver, you know, saying, you know, uh, I am a Sith Lord. And he's like, and he said, and you're in a TV series and, and you, Baby Yoda's like, I am Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I saw that. The one I saw was uh, Adam Driver. You know, this yeah. is like the new Karen Cat meme. Yeah. Like the, and it's him going, go to bed. And Baby Yoda says, I'm thirsty. <laughs> so cute. Yeah, you are. Here's some water. Yeah, it's adorable. So cute. But yeah, Hobbs and Shaw, totally one of my favorite. Just, it's it's just one of those pure action testosterones like dripping off the walls, but in a way that's not a total turn off. So yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't for anything except to watch it. Yeah. All they need now is Jason Momoa to pop up as the other younger brother. And like the whole shirtless trifecta is complete. Or they could be like warring um, neighbors. So they're different mm. neighbor families. And then they have like, uh, they fight together until they find a reason that they have to team up and fight something bigger. Mm. I should just write this. Just do it. Yeah, write it. I mean, it's already written. Everybody's done this. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. If you get the right shirtless guys in there, yep. it it'll, does, it'll that's still all that make a shit ton of money. Yeah, yep. They'll call it Magic Mike. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, well, that got us through July. Did you have any other July movies? Uh, Nope. Okay. Um, August had um, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, which I did not see, but I read the books as a kid. Hmm. So I don't know anything about it, so I'm not going to talk about it too much, other than it was the name of a book that I saw. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I got nothing on that one. Yeah. So one that was listed for August that I, I, I'm like at a little ashamed to admit that I really want to see, but I have not yet, is Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Yes, Dora, the Explorer. The live-action Dora the Explorer movie, because... Her dad in the movie is Michael Pena, who we all know plays oh, the snarky, fast-talking guy from Ant-Man, which we love. And then this, somehow these maniacs managed to get Machetti to play the fucking monkey. That's awesome. I, I don't know what happens there because Boots doesn't really say much in the show, but I, I kind of want to see how that went down. And I honestly would really like to see the, like... uh the screen test for, for, for this man trying to be a monkey uh, oh, to I get love this him. role. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I do, too. I do, too. Danny Trejo is fantastic. He'll always be Machete. It doesn't matter. Uh, and now he's Boots the Monkey, and uh, I I kind of need to see this. Yes. So. And if you've ever watched Breaking Bad, he's also Tortuga. Mm. Yes. Anyway. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I love him. Yeah, he was in... Uh, Oh shit! What was he in? He was in Brooklyn Nine Nine too. Yeah, played some. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, yep. He is awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, 
They also had this movie called The Art of Racing in the Rain. It's a dog movie. And I read the book some years ago, and I found the book emotionally manipulative and bullshit, so I did not see the movie. Is that the one with Amanda Seyfried in it? Uh, no, I don't see it. Maybe. There's some sort of dog and a race car movie that came out, and she's like the love interest in it. Oh, she could be, because they only listed men in the... Oh, no, and Jackie Men's. Um, but uh, Milo Ventimiglia... Uh, yes, yes, that's the it. same one. Same one. Okay. Yes. Oh, you should check You should check your text messages, too, FYI. Okay. What's, what's <laughs> this, I don't know what this means, but all right. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. <laughs> Why would anybody shave a bear? I don't know, but it's awesome and terrifying. What the hell? He must have mange or something. I don't know. It's a, There's like a lot of pictures of shaved bears. I don't know why anybody would shave a bear, but it's frightening. So, folks, if you've not seen a shaved bear, you should totally Google this shit. Oh, yeah. Oh. Ah. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Never shave your bear, folks. One of the other ones that came out in August, and I did not see it, <clears throat> which might seem strange to our audience, is 47 Meters Down Uncaged. So this is the sequel, I guess, to the original 47 Meters Down, which had Mandy Moore in it or something. And uh, yeah, as as big into shark movies as I am, this one didn't really grab me at all. It actually just sounded terrifying and kind of real. So like, <laughs> seems like something that could just happen. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I like, ter- I like the shark movies that are terrifying and fairly ridiculous like that's that's better for me yeah this was a bad august there wasn't anything really good out in august i know that august and september always kind of suck though yeah so i know september though had a blockbuster with it a chapter two and since i don't watch scary movies i did not see it I have not watched it since the miniseries back in the 90s which i did watch And I had read the book, which is also terrifying. And then when the new one came out, I went, "Mm, I'm good. Yeah, (laughs) I did. I watched the miniseries and the miniseries didn't scare me. But that was like at the age when things stopped, didn't scare me. Like, yeah, it was in high school. Like in high school, nothing scares you because you're invincible and or clinically depressed. You know, one of the two. It's got to be one of the two. Yes. (laughs) You can't be scared when you're already depressed and sad all the time. It's fine. But but yeah, no, I didn't watch it either. But um Whatever Skarsgård that is that's under that makeup, fucking creepy. Yeah, he's weird looking. Um, his mm-hmm. brother, very attractive. But um, yeah, his brother was in uh, that second Mamma Mia. Oh, yeah. He's also in True Blood and he was in, um, yeah. you know, uh, Tarzan. So I guess it's, is it Bill Skarsgård that plays Pennywise? I one's don't... Bill and one's Alexander. Yeah, I think Alex... Alexander's the better looking one. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, I don't know. They didn't put his name in it. God forbid they have his name in it. It only lists four people, and it's like, yeah, he's not important enough. He's just on. No. He's just the entire poster, and we're not going to put his name on this list. Thanks, IMDb. Very useful. Did you see the little the little Pennywise at a Comic Palooza this year? The little girl, creepy, who was dressed up like Pennywise. She just like every time I got in the elevator at the hotel, she was just there, just <laughs> just standing there with a red balloon. That kid never, ever, ever got out of character. I mean, props to her and her cosplay world because what the fuck? I was like, ah, 
I'm going to walk down the 23 flights of stairs. It's fine. Yeah. There was a... There are some parents out there that like to do that with their kids. There was a kid Mm -hmm. a few years back that played the guy, the little kid on the the puppet in Saw that rode a tricycle around. Yeah, it was fucking creepy. And I was like, did the parents like let him see this creepy little puppet thing or whatever? Probably not. So Um, I would hope not. Yeah. So a movie that I really wanted to see and did not is Hustlers. With uh, Gen- yeah. Jennifer Lopez, and apparently it's like um, some strip club employees. They do something and like uh, you know screw over some Wall Street people. I don't know. Yeah, I watched a whole video, like a uh, some sort of behind the scenes thing of her like working with a pole dancing like instructor, like learning how to do all of the stuff for this show. And damn, this shit's intense. Like, I was just watching. I was like, fuck. I, She's like, I am not in good enough shape. I'm like, you are Jennifer Lopez. I know. It's, it's like, like to, for me to be like, you really had to train for this, Jennifer Lopez? You look like, oh, she yeah. looks like she's so in shape and like her core is so strong. She wouldn't need to have to bother with any but of She it. is, but I think it's just a whole different set of skills than what you're used to when you're dancing upright. Yeah. Because just even the act of climbing up the pole. And here's something I didn't know until recently, because I, I am not a strip club connoisseur. Clearly, I have never danced a pole. Uh, my brother-in-law's sister has a pole in her house for, for, you know, fitness, I guess. Your brother-in-law's sister, which would be your sister. No, it isn't. My, my brother-in-law's sister is my sister's sister-in-law. We're not related. Okay. (laughs) Well, just say that your brother-in-law's sister is also your sister. Oh, no, no. Your brother-in-law's sister. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) My sister's husband's sister. How's that? So uh, she has a she has a pole in her house um, for fitness, and you know the the kids love to play on it because it's like the coolest. I didn't realize the pole itself spins. What? I didn't. Yes, the pole fucking spins. I didn't know that. I thought it was just them spinning. No, no, spins on its own. How do you even climb up it then? Well, you, with core muscles, I apparently will never have. No. I don't even want to swing on the thing now that I know that it spins on its own because I'm just going to end up on the floor. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> nope. I thought about it for about eight seconds and I was like, mm, my four-year-old niece is very, very good at hanging on, which I think is adorable. How do you, how do you get a contractor terrible. to install a a pole? You're like, hey. I think they probably did it themselves. It's just the floor to ceiling thing. Yeah, I wouldn't feel comfortable with my handyman skills on that. So. <laughs> I I wouldn't either. Yeah. But then again, I'm not confident just to spin around on the pole. So, you know, yeah. good like, on anybody who does. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm especially impressed with the ones who can do it and smoke meth. Like, I don't understand <laughs> how they get the both the body coordination and the wherewithal to do so. But <laughs> I guess right. meth money got to come from somewhere, yeah, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, <coughs> and I am not talking about every person who is an exotic dancer, just the actual meth strippers. So. Yeah. Yeah. Don't at me. I, I me would say, you I'd say most college. exotic I'm dancers are not addicted to meth. It's just oh, yeah. the ones that are, you know, the ones that work close to the uh, hobby airport. Maybe. Oh, my God. Yeah. That, you know, here's the deal. I think they've actually, and I'm not sure if it's still a, a true statistic, and I'm not going to bother to look it up. Houston, for a very long time, has been like the uh like the number one city in the world for a ridiculous number of strip clubs yeah it was like (laughs) a a really high percentage per capita it was crazy yeah and if you go by hobby airport which is our smaller large airport in town 
the entire row up and down is just like motel, strip club, motel, strip club, motel, strip club. Like there's literally nothing else there. Yeah. It's, uh, it's great because you have out of town guests and you're like, all right, let's drive back through <laughs> strip club motel uh, uh, off the freeway. It's lovely that time of yeah, year. Do you do you remember that uh, brief foray we did into reading Yelp reviews on strip clubs? Yes. That was hilarious. But there is a strip club right in front of Hobby Airport that used to be a go-kart place. Like a, yeah, it was like go-kart and arcade. Now it's a strip club that is called, and I'm not lying, The Landing Strip. It's a great name. Yeah. So there was this place that was right <laughs> off the freeway on the way out there called China Star. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. the star was kind of looking like it straddled a sea, you know. And I thought, well, that's a funny name for a strip club. Then anyway, a China star opened up near my office. And I was like, we're having a strip club this close to the office? And my friend's like, that's a Chinese food buffet. It's just a Chinese restaurant. And I'm like, oh, I just assumed it was a strip club because it was in that. No, no, I've eaten at that one by the the airport before. I was like, well, this is an odd place to put a strip club. And I'm like, it's not. It's a Chinese food restaurant. It's Pearland. Right. Anyway. I just thought it was a strip club. I just assumed because of the straddling <laughs> star. <laughs> that sounds like a strip club, doesn't it? The straddling star. <laughs> <laughs> so if you can think of good strip club names that aren't totally porny, send it to us. Yeah, that'd be fun. Twitter. Yeah, it'd be fun. Nerdy bitches pod. Yeah. Um, so back to movies. Yes. So here's a movie that would not make a good strip club name. Ad Astra. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. So this was. Um, it was with Brad Pitt. No one's going to that. Yeah. And I. What? No one's going to that strip club. Yeah. I mean. Oh yes. No. No. This is the Daddy Issues strip club. Uh, if if you watch the movie, uh, aren't they all? Yeah. It's pretty good at the beginning, but it is god awful slow. I mean, this is slower than slow. And then slower than that. You need to put yourself mm. in a cryo freeze just to get to the end of it. <laughs> Don't forget your porno panties. <laughs> anyway, um, storyline was good. You could chop out an hour of it, and then mm-hmm. and it would be a it was a good movie, I think. But yeah, <clears throat> this is not one that I watched. So yeah, well, I was too busy with Shark Month in September to go watch any man. Movies. So- Shark Month was crazy. Edited five episodes in a row. It was like, I'm tired. <laughs> yep. But it was fun. I loved it. It was awesome. Yeah. So we had another Rambo movie that came out that I didn't even know about. So good on you. Rambo. Yeah, I saw I saw a trailer for it and it looked kind of good, but it I haven't gone to see a Rambo movie since I was like seven. Yeah, it's been a while. And then it was completely inappropriate. Yep. <coughs> Actually, I'm sure I saw it on TV. I can't imagine my dad going to see a Rambo movie in the theater. Yeah. So one other came out, and I I kind of wanted to watch this, but I thought this would be so much fun to watch, like, with you in person, like, in dress-up, would be uh, Downton Abbey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I never watched the show when it was on. Oh, you need to watch the show, because otherwise... I know. I got to find it. Otherwise, it is the most boring movie on the planet. But it's so Downton. <laughs> like... There's just you just get to love the characters. Well, so the movie, it's just more of the same characters, but you don't have any time to get to know them. You should already know right. them in advance and love them, right? Because otherwise, it's just like, all right, I don't care. Like, here's another boring movie is about servants. Yeah, done. It's so, um, it's a good movie. 
if you like Downton mm-hmm. Abbey. It's like adding two hour-long episodes of Downton Abbey together. Yeah. Um, well, I'm, I'm going to find it and watch it at some point. So It's good. It's good. Maggie Smith's in it. She's awesome. I love Maggie Smith in anything. She says, sarcasm is the lowest form of wit. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. Yes. All right. I think that gets us through September. It does. And maybe we should go ahead and take a quick break before we dive into the heavier months. Okay. And, uh, or at least sort of heavy months on my list. Uh, so yeah, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Hi guys. We interrupt your favorite podcast to interrupt you with an ad for your new favorite podcast. Wait, wait, isn't this playing on somebody else's show? Exactly. So then how are we, I thought we were their new favorite podcast. Well, we're going to become their new favorite podcast after they hear this advertisement for our show. What's our show called? Justine. Superiority Complex. Yeah. Where can they find us, Patrick? Uh, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, exactly. You can go to at Soup Complex on Twitter, S-O-U-P Complex, and you can go to Facebook.com slash Soup Complex. But our main page is on Podbean, and you can find us there at www.superioritycomplex.podbean.com. New episodes are out every Thursday. Justine, what do we talk about on the Superiority Complex? Nerdy stuff. Perfect. Don't get all sensual with your voice. Yeah, did you hear that? I heard it. It's a little inappropriate. If you want to hear a little more of that, tune in to the Superiority Complex. One more time, Justine, what do we talk about? Nerdy stuff. Nah, wasn't no. the same. You tried. Have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every other week, we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it. So you don't have to. And then every other other week, we ate your cues with our mailbag. Or, you know, talk about whatever. No big whoop. No, no big whoop at all. So that's what were they thinking. You can catch us on Podbean, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. Uh, also, a ton of platforms that Brendan made up. Okay, and we are back, and now we are going to dive into our fall and winter movies starting in October. What do you got? Joker. Yeah, I got Joker. Yeah, so um, did you see it? No. All right, so Joker is interesting. It's as now, it's got a lot of flack because it was very reminiscent of a lot of Scorsese movies from the 70s. But I looked at it like it was an homage to these like movies from the 70s. And you're like, well, what if one of those was a Joker origin story? And how awesome would that be? Uh, right. It was incredible. Uh, as that, I don't know if I can like just keep rewatching it though. It's not like a superhero movie. It is a disturbing look at mental illness. Yeah. And I think that's part of the reason I have a hard time with it. Um, just because it's, it's not just this guy's quote crazy. Like we like to think of these maniacal supervillains as just, Oh, he's just crazy. And that's hilarious because like the Joker that we see in most of the Batman movies and especially like in, um, like Batman the Animated Series, and even Heath Ledger's Joker to to a certain extent, they're they're a little bit more whimsical, I guess, or it's just kind of like, oh, they're crazy, and it's kind of slightly hilarious, and oh, yeah, whatever, adorable. 
Yeah. But mental illness is not adorable. Yeah. Like people who have true psychological issues, this is not adorable. And and what it, you know, what it drives them to do or what it sparks within their own desires to do, it's not charming. It's not fun. Like it's, I don't know, and maybe that's just my own psych background talking that I was like, oh, no, that's just yeah. horrible. It's a, it's a really <laughs> disturbing movie, but what it, it turns out that, um, well, I can't do anything with two spoilers. There's way, there's a lot of different ways to interpret it and, mm-hmm. uh, to do it as the literal origin story is probably not correct. Um, mm-hmm. and it's, but it does have, you know, it's Arthur Fleck, which was in, um, uh, you know, the name in a couple comic books. So, there is that. Is that the one like under the red hood? Yeah. Um, I was thinking specifically of the one um, that we went and saw. Uh, oh, uh, the killing the joke. Yeah. Killing joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, so I'm like, I can't remember the name of it. So. Uh, <laughs> so it's interesting. It's um, but it is. Uh, I just liked it because it was like one of these Scorsese films, but then it had a little gossip twist to it. That was my favorite mm-hmm. part of it. But there are so many different interpretations and different roads that you can take. It's almost like a choose your own adventure in your head with it. Yeah. So. Well, I'm sure it's something I will see. It's just not something I went to seek out. At well, the time, it's not so. a superhero movie. It's not a supervillain movie. It mm-hmm. is a uh, Descent into Madness movie. Right. Hmm. Actually kind of starts out there. So, mm-hmm. you know, right. it's just a little further into madness anyway. Right. Um, so that being said, I thought it was compelling. I enjoyed watching it. I liked the reminiscent of the, those seventies uh, movies. Um, but I don't consider it canon. So, mm-hmm. and I don't think anybody really would once you watch it. Right. So anyway, so that's fun. Good times. Good times. Way to start it off, October. Yeah. So there was another, um, there was an Ang Lee movie with Will Smith in it called Gemini Man. And I didn't even hear about it. That mm-hmm. came out in October. And I'm like, I love Will Smith. I love Ang Lee. And why didn't I hear about this? And it got really low reviews. So that seems to be the reason. Yeah. What else? Uh, another one that came out that I I've never seen any of the series, but I know that some of our uh, favorite friends at Home Video Hustle and Cult Forty Five love these movies, and it's called Dolomite Is My Name. Oh, you know and, what? That uh, was one of my husband's favorite movies of the year, and I didn't even see it. Yeah, I didn't see it, but I know they're constantly talking about Dolomite, and they've done a bunch of episodes on it. So it's one that I was like, oh, shout out to Brent and PJ. And I think it's on Netflix. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, might as well. Um, So that's the problem. Again, my list does not have things that were released straight to Netflix, even though they need to be accounted for. Um, This is going to continue to be a problem for all of our yearly reviews. (laughs) It is, because the next one on my list is actually a direct-to-Hulu movie, and it was Little Monsters with Lampita Nyong'o. This Okay, this one... I'm not a zombie movie person. I'm really not. I don't like them. They gross me out. I'm just not a huge fan. However, this particular one looks insanely awesome because uh, Lapita Nuongo's character is a kindergarten teacher and she has taken her class to like a farm or some shit or a 
farm st- I don't know, some some sort of thing. And there's a zombie breakout that happens like while they're at this farm. And so now she's having to protect these small children while remaining a kindergarten teacher. And she like wax. And this is all just from the trailer, folks. I have not gotten a chance to see it. It is on my list, but I've been waiting for Paul to have time to watch it with me. And she's like whacking zombies with a machete. And the kids are like, ah, and she's like, it's okay, kids. It's all like just back straight back to kindergarten. Or she's singing with a ukulele or something. I don't know. It looks hilarious. That is, sounds hilarious. But again, did not see it. Did I, I say be- the name is called Little Monster. Yeah, you said so. say that. I've never heard of it. Yep. Um, but you know, Hulu kind of comes out with some that I'd never heard of and they just are available. Like, um, we missed this in the 2018 yearly review was sorry to bother you. I didn't see it Mm -hmm. until it was on Hulu. Um, Mm. and I think it was released in another country initially and then just Mm. released on, in, in, on Hulu. That shows it was very, very good, but it was super fucked up. Like it was two halves of one story and, um, it was it was good. It was very good, and I I wish we would have been able to talk about it last year, but I didn't know about it until after right. I recorded. So, well, that's the great thing about having a podcast. We can talk about whatever the hell we want to talk about, whenever the hell we want to talk about. Good point. Very good point. So, if it's good enough to do a review, or maybe we'll do it as a Patreon episode or something, that'd be fun. Yeah, it's kind of late at do this. Some of our, it's kind of our back ones as Patreon. Episodes. Yeah, it's kind of late at this point, but I do recommend it for anybody that wants to see something that. Well, I've never heard of it, so it can't be that late. It's fucked up. It's awesome. Um, no, I have no idea. What's it called again? Sorry to bother you. Oh yeah, we should look. That. Yeah, look at that because I I actually really would like your take on it. I'm very excited about this now. Anyway, oh sweet. Yeah, we can do that. And if you guys want to hear our Patreon specific episodes, you should go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash nerdy bitches and send us a dollar and then you'll get all the good stuff behind the scenes. Yep. All right. Did you see the Adams Family? That also came out in uh, October. No, my sister took the kids to go see it and all I heard was, eh. So. Yeah. I mean, I like the Adams Family, but I like to sit down and watch it on television. I don't need to go out and see it at a theater. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. So, not exactly on my list. Uh, the next one that's on Paul's list <laughs> is Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. Oh, you know, I forgot all about that. It. Yeah, I forgot about it too. I don't even see it on my on the list. I actually didn't realize it had actually come out. Already. I didn't realize it either. I thought they were still filming it or Jay was missing yeah. or I don't know. It's kind of what I thought. So, way to fly under the radar there, Kevin Smith. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. No. Um, so Maleficent also came out in October. Mm-hmm. I did not see it. I haven't seen the re, uh, the reboot, or not the reboot, the sequel. I have not seen the sequel either. I'm kind of waiting for it to come out on Disney Plus. Yeah, it should be pretty soon. I would say. I I it took me a long time. It was like a year or two after it, the first one came out before I actually saw it. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, me too. Like the, yeah. the first Maleficent movie is really really good. I liked it, and it kind of goes back to our. Uh, women of villainy episode that we talked about where he said, you know, a lot of these people that we've seen as evil over our lifetime, when they get their own story told, it's a lot more of that justifiably homicidal kind of thing. Yeah. And um, I haven't seen this one, but it's got Michelle Pfeiffer in it as the, the queen mother or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she looks like a total cunt face. So I can totally understand (laughs) Maleficent going all ape shit when somebody tries to steal her daughter. So, you know, there you go. I get it. All right. Well, I'm sure I'll see it um, at some point when it's on Disney Plus. 
Yep. Agreed. We got to have something to do. We'll wait for next season of Mandalorian to come out. I know. Seriously, y'all, eight episodes is not enough for anything. Mm -mm. It's really not. So let's go past eight. Yeah. Try for 12 yeah. or 20. Um, Jojo Rabbit mm -hmm. uh, came out. It looked really cute. I never actually got to see it. Uh, it's got. I didn't see it, but actually, um, the you remember Jennifer Tracy, who was on our show for the Mom Culture episode earlier this past year, her son like it was a her her guest for her New Year's Eve episode. He's like ten or something. First, he's stinking adorable, but he is obsessed with this movie and he just loves World War II history, which I think is strange for a ten year old. But you know, more power to you. And uh, so he basically talks about Jojo Rabbit throughout their episode, huh. which is pretty cool. Yeah, I want to see it. I like all of the visuals I keep seeing. It kind of gives me a Wes Anderson vibe. So you know, obviously, I'm gonna like that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Zombieland also came out. It did actually, the, mm -hmm. the sequel also got pretty good reviews, but I heard it was just eh from when, from when I talked to anybody that had seen it compared to the original. Yeah. So. Again, zombie things don't usually draw my, draw my attention very long unless it's like the World War Z book, which I would like to read again. Yep. <laughs> it's really good. Yes. All right. I, that's all I have in October. You have any others October? Nope. Okay. So November opened with uh, Terminator Dark Fate. And this was the first yes. one that brought back um, uh, James Cameron as an executive producer or a producer of some sort um, mm. because the previous ones didn't have it. And you know what? It was good. I really enjoyed it. It's it's on my list to go see or see, I guess, now when it comes out because we waited too long. I definitely wanted to see it because, again, Arnold's back. It's a little bit older. And and I'm looking for it. I was like, how? He's a Terminator. How does that work? So, uh, yeah, interested. Well, yeah, there's a little. But I also got some of that answered. We watched, what was it? Was it Terminator Genesis? Is that the one that's got Amelia Clark in it? I don't know. I didn't see Genesis. I heard terrible things. It's It's not good. But it's also not terrible. So okay. it's interesting. I had never seen it. I stopped watching Terminator movies after the third one was such a horrifying piece of shit that I just couldn't make myself do it. But Paul was watching it for some reason. And uh, and I, I liked it. It had some back and forth time travel stuff that was kind of interesting. <clears throat> but, uh, you know, I think sometimes they take these movies as long as it can go. And that being said, you know my affinity for bad Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. So, yep. I will definitely see it when it comes out, like out, out. Yes. Uh, that was actually the only one that stood out for me in November. Oh, there was a couple of them. One, um, one. so oh, I talked about this with our last episode with Booksmart that I was like, oh, yeah, I want to support female directors and I want to go see right. the movie. And I never did. Uh, same thing for Harriet. Uh, I was like, oh, yeah, I want to support it. I want to hear about Harriet Tubman, blah, blah, blah. Still haven't seen the movie. So I'm an asshole. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, it, I mean, it got okay ratings. It got as good ratings as uh, Terminator did. So, good? Right. Yeah. I mean, but um, it's it's probably worth seeing, especially since, like, you know, we know Harriet Tubman from the Underground Railroad, but, like, the story of how she got there is not told, really. And so I do want to see it, but, oh, well. I haven't. Yeah, yet. it's interesting. I've I've been watching a lot of back episodes of that Who Do You Think You Are, the show on Netflix mm -hmm. where celebrities are following their ancestry tree, trying to figure out past genealogy. And sometimes they'll find these really interesting things like, oh, your whole family was 
Quaker, but they were also, you know, stops on the Underground Railroad getting people to Canada and blah, 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 and all this other stuff. And so it's interesting to then go back and watch some of these like historical fiction type things or, you know, whatever we want to call this. It's not a documentary, but it's, you know, yeah, a retelling of in probably some sort of a fantastical way because you're never going to get it right. And if you did, it would probably be really boring. But uh, yeah. Yeah. So I'd like to go back and see that. Yeah. Um, the, also what came out was Dr. Sleep, which had Owen McGregor in it, and it was a sequel to The Shining. I was wondering about that one, because again, I stopped watching Stephen King movies a while ago, uh, but I, I kept hearing it compared to, uh, to that one, and I couldn't quite figure out how. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So th- that's the reason is because it actually is, uh, Owen McGregor is the little boy from The Shining. Oh, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. And so this one, um, though Stephen King was affiliated with, so um, which he wasn't affiliated with The Shining, the movie, and he hates The Shining. Yeah. So um, The Shining, the uh, miniseries, was pretty good. I, mm-hmm. I, it wasn't as scary, but it was more about Jack, and that's the whole story is about Jack. But The Shining made it into this like weird thing. I don't know. It's just. The Shining had cool, cool visuals. I can't say that it didn't. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, but uh, Doctor Sleep was supposed to be uh, pretty good compared to that. So um, yeah. I've heard good things from other people, but again, I can't watch scary movies anymore because I'm a wuss. Yeah, I just I don't need the rolling anxiety that goes with them. So, yeah. so you know about uh, Whamageddon. I don't. What is this? I keep seeing it pop or things popping up. I have no idea what it is. So during every holiday season, uh, generally social media plays Whamageddon. And basically, any time that you hear uh, um, Whams last Christmas, you're out. Fucking hate that song. So this song's awesome, by the way. Anyway, um, (laughs) you're completely out of the game. (laughs) And so then, you, you know, so... Um, if you're still in the game, you know, and you just have to announce on whatever social media that you got, you're out, you know, right. Uh, remixes are allowed, uh, things like that, but it's, you find that it is nearly impossible to go through a holiday season, uh, without sheltering yourself a hundred percent and not watching anything live, uh, to avoid last Christmas. So this year Mm. they referred to it as being, um, the elite round, right? That it was the most difficult level ever because of the movie last Christmas that was coming out. And that's mm. the one with, uh, Emma Thompson. And, uh, um, I don't know. I don't know who else was in it. Apparently it was a piece of shit movie and they pulled it pretty quick, but, uh, right. um, so that was handy. So then the commercials weren't on all the time. So I was able to get, I, I made it until I got to a hotel lobby and it was playing in the background. And so I think I made it to December 7th. Yeah, we were talking about uh, New Year's Eve. We hung out with some really fun friends, and we were talking about, like, our least favorite holiday songs, and that one came up, and, uh, you know, a couple of the other ones that you just fucking hate, like, that simply having a wonderful Christmas time makes me want to poke my eyes out. You know what song I hate? Because it gets stuck in my head. 
You know what song I hate that gets stuck in my hand? I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. It's like... Somebody else was saying that last night, too. It's only boomers like that song. This this simply having a wonderful Christmas time sounds terrible. It's awful. But someone was like, if you read the lyrics in between that line, like the, you know, the stanza or whatever... It sounds like it's being done by witches who have then been come across by like an unsuspecting person. They're like, simply have, like they're trying to get away from their witchcraft. And I was like, oh my gosh, forever now, I will hear that when I hear this horrible song and it will make me laugh that these witches are just trying to. Yeah, or it's like like they're talking to an officer. They're like, what you doing? Oh, simply, simply have. Yeah. have. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but nothing, just imagine nothing. them in the woods dancing around like, nothing to see here, folks. Like, it'd be hilarious. Yep. So. No pagan rituals. We're good. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> so now I can I can take that a little better. There's also, you know, that's, oh, what is that song? The Mary Did You Know Oh yeah. song. Yeah. Do you remember that one? Yeah. It was horrible. Did you know that you were the, you know, mother of Christ? And she, there have been several response versions okay. of Mary singing back. And what I heard last night was like, yeah, I freaking knew. It was just, it was hilarious. Yeah, so, I was thinking like, it's like, this is mansplaining to the ultimate. Let's just, I know this is, just, she's like, hey, because the angel fucking told me stop mansplaining my own pregnancy yeah it's, it's like yeah let's just go in and um and tell you everything that you should know and let's sing it put it to music that's be, that's annoying yeah. i could see that being quite annoying mm-hmm. so on behalf of mary i am offended <laughs> exactly yeah we knew <laughs> yeah it's like yeah the fact that i just had a child with no father that was clue number <laughs> one but you know eh. Apparently, there's also a South Park song that talks about Mary and her keeping virginity because you can suck all the dick you want and still be oh a virgin. Oh, my God. That was that was horrifying. I was like, turn it off again. <laughs> oh, that is South Park. So irreverent. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't do that, dear listeners. Yeah. It's not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Speaking of terrible decisions, Charlie's Angels had a reboot. <laughs> oh, yes. I did not see this because... Yeah, I still have a problem with watching Kristen Stewart and her dead eyes and weird facial expressions. I know. I mean, I was excited because Elizabeth Banks was uh, the director, but no. And yeah, like and like in charge. Yeah. I love her. I do. I really do. I know. But I man, Kristen Stewart. Ah, dead, dead inside. Something's wrong with her. She it's just... like I get you. I understand you're awkward. You, you were on stage at the Oscars and you decided that was the time to cough weird like yeah. she's just awkward like put your back up straight whatever it's very unusual to see her <laughs> as a human being yeah you should google anna kendrick doing her impersonation of kirsten stewart it's kind of amazing so. <laughs> all right all right so apparently that movie was trash as well and uh of course um which was too bad because i you know i like it when um Female directors do well, but this did not happen yes, now. Yes. It didn't work out that way. But apparently mm-hmm. everybody had fun on the set. So there you go. <laughs> that's all that matters. Take, and that's a deal. A Charlie's Angels movie is always just going to be a fun distraction. Like, it's just not... I mean, the TV show was it was garbage. Like, I mean, we all watched it because that's what there was and to watch. And the movies were garbage, That was too. the only yeah. thing with women on screen kicking ass other than Wonder Woman. But I wouldn't. it still was like, we still have to look like models while we're doing it. Hair blow, stand in front of the fan. I wouldn't so. mind a, a reboot of this with uh, the gender swap. 
just seeing a bunch of like um you know guys with can they still be called charlie's angels why not charlie's kind of a unisex oh name. they yeah. should be they should be hell's angels oh bikers yeah <laughs> as long as they look better than the bikers i normally see uh, no no i'm talking like hot, the the hell's angels bikers but the ones that are like real sensitive and like knit and shit that'd be hilarious yeah as long as they had some abs i'm gonna just call it well, yeah they, they have to have abs but most bikers i see do not yeah, they have a nice mm. vest that covers up their lack of abs. <laughs> so, the belly helps. Too. Yes. The, and, uh, but, you know, they do make sure that the vest is the only thing they're wearing. So there's a... <laughs> God forbid you uh-huh. wear an undershirt under that. It's 110 degrees in Las Vegas. Maybe you should have something to absorb the sweat. But whatever. Just enjoy your leather or, vest. Or uh, something between your flabby flesh and the road for when you eat it. Because yeah. that'll happen. But. Yep. So, I don't even want to think about that. All right. It's terrible. Okay. So, uh, this is a movie that I saw. Uh, another one, Ford versus Ferrari. Remember, after I saw The Martian, I keep getting, I keep forgetting that Matt Damon knows how to act. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> uh, he, he acts the shit out of The Martian. Yeah, I know, and it surprised me, and I forgot mm-hmm. again, and I went to this movie. And by God, this kid from Boston is a Texan. Like, honest to God, <laughs> he's playing. Uh, nice. He's playing um, uh, uh, Carol Shelby, and mm-hmm. I-, I swear to God, I was back in Houston. Mm, so nice. It was. Uh, he did a good job. So, good. Anyway, it was a good movie. A little slow. Christian Bale was awesome. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, very. Was he also Texan? Oh, no, no, no. He was, uh, <laughs> I believe he was British or Irish or something. I can't remember. I think the British. So it wasn't much. Well, I tell you what, he fooled the shit out of me and Batman. <laughs> totally forgot. Totally forgot that he was like British. So. I know. Yeah. Anyway, an American psycho. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he can play Americans fine, but he wasn't. So he didn't have mm-hmm. to but you'll i mean it's a good movie uh fun to see you can see it with your parents and you know you guys won't fight about politics and whatnot mm. so good that's a good it's a good movie to see fun for the whole family <laughs> all right good to know um good god there was a lot of movies that came out in november frozen 2 yeah yeah the guy that played olaf went to the uh premieres out here in burbank somewhere and uh yes everybody josh gad yes josh gad and so he just went to like a regular showing and apparently people were freaking the fuck out it was cute yeah he's got little kids uh i saw him on the kelly clarkson show a couple months ago or last month Uh i don't know something so he's adorable i like him yeah so yeah disneyland's big theme has been the frozen um color schemes and everything uh, right right now and it's a good color scheme but i wasn't in love with the first movie so i didn't bother with the second one so. I only ever saw the first one because my niece wanted to watch it yeah. for the zillionth time. And she was singing and dancing to every song and every word. So that was more entertaining to me than the actual movie. I didn't like the uh, all the stuff that came up after the movie came out. Oh, this is the, the first one where, you know, the woman saves herself or she's, you know, it's all woman power and she don't need no man. And I'm like, have you seen Brave? Yeah. Have you seen Mulan? Like, there's... <laughs> There's a lot of them out there that, you know, were like that. I mean, I yeah. Um, and I, there was also a dude in it and he kind of helped save her. Mm, you know yeah. what I mean? So, 
Um, I was. Well, it's like FYI, Elsa, your sister saved you. You're not the hero here. <laughs> Anna is. Yeah. And nobody thinks about that at all. Nope. Anyway, so like you, you froze your sister's heart. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of kind of a dick move. Yeah, but, you know exactly. You're technically the villain here. Mm-hmm. They had to fight you. Okay, but yeah, it's like that other guy's just an opportunistic pig. Yeah, but you're kind of the reason here. Yeah. Um. Also in November, though, came out was uh, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Which is yes, where Tom, Tom Hanks that played. That is one that I forgot to write down. Yeah. Tom, Plank, uh, Tom Hanks plays Mr. Rogers. And I saw pictures and he looked amazing. Um, but uh, I didn't get a chance to see this movie. My husband did. And he said, it's not a lot about Mr. Rogers. No, I think it's more about this other guy. Yeah. The writer guy. So, well, that goes that. I wanted to see it. So. Well, have you seen the uh, the documentary that came up? Um, over the summer, I think. Oh, no, I don't watch movies that, uh, things that are going to make me cry. Oh, this one will do it. Yeah. I, I no, off. I know. I knew, but it was beautiful. It was so sweet. Mm-hmm. I loved it. So nope, not going to watch it. Yeah. I can't, I have to be in the mood to cry. And like, so I, I just, what, I just haven't been it's too much. Maybe when things yeah. are going like so good, I can go, Hey, now I can cry. But not right now. <laughs> not ready. I'm not there. Well, just don't get on the airplane. I know. Not No more dog movies. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> so um, there are a couple movies that came out that, because they were so close together, I didn't get a chance to see them yet. Uh, one was 21 Bridges, which looked awesome. Uh, that had Chadwick Boseman in it. And it was like, it looked like just like a crime uh, uh, action movie. And I liked mm-hmm. those. So I wanted to see it. But um, I didn't get a chance to see it. So, yeah. Um, let's see. And then, yeah. So that was November. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Most important one in November. Knives Out. Oh, yeah. I've not seen this yet, but I really want to. So Ryan Johnson really knows how to put together a movie. I don't care, Last Jedi fans. It was awesome. Knives Out is awesome. Mm-hmm. And... The best part is Daniel Craig plays a Southerner and it's awesome. Like very, (laughs) very thick Southern accent. I don't know what the official um, location that it makes it, but, you know, think of, um, you know, that rooster attorney, Yosemite, no, Mm. no, not Yosemite, Sam. What's the rooster attorney? Attorney? You You mean the rooster foghorn leghorn? Foghorn leghorn. It's that, it's that accent. (laughs) <laughs> and all right and you know so but he's a detective so smart it is mm. an incredible movie mm. so i uh, i recommend you see it uh chris evans in yep. it hot yeah um and uh and he's brought back the a cable knit sweater my dog had one for two seasons now so um <laughs> i have a one as a uh turtleneck for lucy yeah she's so small i have a gray one for both of my dogs so they can match um i actually bought one for craig too because that's what i was going for and he does not wear them together (laughs) yeah well so he was not part of that he was not um inclined to wear the sweaters with the dogs so that's too bad it's a shame y'all could have had really annoying christmas pictures it would have been awesome yes so (laughs) november that was November. Um, 
So I'm sure I can still go and see um, 21 Bridges, which I plan to do uh, mm-hmm. if it's still out. Um, yeah, the Mr. Rogers one is gone already, at least here. Yeah. It was up last week, and then we went to we were like, oh, do we want to go see Star Wars again? Do we want to see Jumanji? Do we want to see Mr. Rogers? And we're like, oh, well, that one's gone. So yeah, it's Star Wars again. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little worried that it's going to, um, uh, that I'm going to miss it. So we'll see. Anywho, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but December had, um, it started with, I think, Black Christmas, which is a horror movie, so I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Jumanji, The Next Level, which I did see. Oh, I'm still still needing to go see. Now, I wasn't 100% sure from the trailer if I was going to enjoy it as much as I liked the first one. Uh, I think that it's going to be hard to like it as much as the first one. I did see it. Mm-hmm. And I liked it almost as much as the first one. So well, that's good enough I, for a sequel. Exactly. So, because uh, they added a little bit new, um, uh, they added some new characters in it. So, you know, um, right. uh, Danny Glover's in it and um, Danny DeVito, right? And Danny DeVito. And yeah. um, I, I found it a little problematic, though, when white people were doing Danny DeVito's voice. I thought that that was like, like I don't know if I'm okay with that. But then I was completely okay when they were doing... Um, oh, I'm sorry. When <laughs> I was like, mm, yeah. I think you're backwards. Yeah, I was backwards. Dan- Danny Danny's. Yeah, the other Danny. Yeah, um, yeah when white people were doing uh, Danny Glover's voice, because I was like, right. yeah, I'm not comfortable with this. But then, then, but then they're all doing Danny DeVito's voice, and I'm like, yeah, I'm fine with that. And then I'm like, well, wait, right. uh, because because he like, was, I need to look at myself. For well, because he was like, happy. you know, a very thick Jewish accent that he had, you know, yeah. Um, and I was like, ah, you know, I probably shouldn't be comfortable with that either. But this whole time, I never even thought about it. So anyway, right. um, but I, I did like it. I I enjoyed it. There was a lot of enjoyable things about it. But yeah, I definitely want to see it. It's you know that I was surprised when the first one came out how much I enjoyed Me it. Me too. And yeah. I have seen it so many times since because obviously we got it as a digital movie, so I watch it a lot. So yeah, especially with my niece and nephew around, we end up watching Jumanji. Aquaman, because like I said in the last episode, Olivia's obsessed with him. That's my man. You're four. And then, and then the Meg. We watch the Meg a lot. So it's a weird, weird family movie right there. Eh. <laughs> yeah. That's my man. <laughs> the shark or the guy? Either way, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So. Right, let's see. Hold on. Okay. Continuing with December. Uh, we had Richard Jewell, which I thought was kind of an interesting uh, story about uh, there was that bomb during the Olympics and the security yeah. guard called it in. And apparently, I don't remember this. I mean, I remember the bomb I and do. I remember I... that he was getting a lot of backlash. But for God's sakes, I remember him being guilty. And apparently that's not. Well, the I remember. Yeah, because he called it in and he was hero for like 48 hours. And then. Uh, somebody in law enforcement leaked something about his background and all of a sudden he became a prime suspect and he was like for 88 days they just completely destroyed his and his mother's life and um, I saw the I actually saw Kathy Bates talking about it on a talk show and one she is just a delight and uh, two she said his mother is still alive and apparently he died about 10 years after that all happened Hmm. um but but apparently his life was just like ruined forever because yeah. even after he was exonerated or cleared or whatever they 
people still like, oh, that's the guy who's the bomber. Even now, they'll be like, oh, yeah, he was the bomber. Yeah. No, he wasn't a bomber. So, and it's just sad. But. Well, I am glad to say that we're able to do movies about things like this. And there's no longer this mob mentality where we judge people before the facts are out there. Yeah. <laughs> that would be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> Anywho. Uh, if you're listening to this from the future, that was pure and blatant sarcasm. Yes. <laughs> the lowest form of wit in the yeah. future where they're like we totally yes the lowest form of wit we totally don't oh my anyway now we attack everybody for everything for every reason um mm. so there you go good this openly and when we find out we're wrong we just go no we don't eh. even do that <laughs> keep on we, moving we keep digging in it's like well then they're guilty of something else like you right. know or we go sorry which means i ain't sorry at all <clears> and uh we move on to judge the next Sorry, person. maybe your previous actions made me make that assumption, so it's really your fault. <laughs> <laughs> right. Person I've never met on yes, the internet. exactly. Anyway, uh, so the 20th was a big la, day. La, 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 la. <laughs> uh, December 20th was a big day. We had three... Was yes. it? Yes. We happened? had three major movies come out. Yes, I'm talking about Cats what? as one of them. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh. So I was having this, but I don't know if, have you met my friend, Tony from the opera, Paul's friend? I met a bunch of, um, I, of I opera friends. But... Probably, oh, they were at the wedding. Oh. They were at birthday parties and stuff, probably. So you probably met him. Big snarky. He's hilarious. We were talking about this last night. He's like, I want to go see cats because I've heard it's so freaking terrible, but I need like a group of people to go with me who are also going to yell at the screen. I was like, I'm in. I was like, maybe we can call Demir. We need a show. Yeah. Can we get a showing where people get pissed off when we make fun of this out right. loud during the show? I was like, because then we could totally do like a snarky episode on it. it would be great if I could bring people who watched it with me and we yelled at the screen and got banned from movie theaters for life. It'd be awesome. Yeah. So, so, yeah, I, I've i heard so many disturbing things, and I, I really wish – I read an entire article with just terrible tweets from movie reviewers before it even was released. Yep. And oh, yeah. um, they were like, so they CGI'd the junk off of all of the guys, so no penises. But not the women. But the women, yes, they still had big full breasts. So it was like, so that was a choice. Uh, that, but only two of them. I'm like, it's a cat. They should have like six if you're going to go for it. Go for good it. Good point. But yeah, because I, I saw a, like a behind the scenes making of and and again, I am not a huge I'm a big musical theater fan. I always have been been in shows, you know, whatever. I've never really cared for cats. Me, me neither. Kind of and I you only know, like, like my cavity just, song and a couple of the songs in it. But yeah, there's a couple of songs that are OK, but everything else is just overdone and annoying. But I was when I saw this behind the scenes. Um, I was super excited because it's got a really cool cast to it. I mean, hello, it's got Idris Elba, it's got Dame Judi Dench, it's got James Corden, it's got freaking Ian McKellen in it. Like, this is a good cast. And then the next day, literally 24 hours later, they released the pictures of the CGI. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my God. Well, I mean, what did you do to Dame Judy fucking Dench? I, I know. Like, really? So the the, the weird, the uh, what kind of made the musical kind of fun was that these are definitely humans dressed like cats. And these are just this over the top yeah. cats costumes and trying to CGI that they should either be 100 percent cat or they should make it a cat or, or just right. make um uh 
Yeah, they did it with Lady and the Tramp, for God's sakes. She can do it. Yeah. Um, I think doing it as cats would be better, like much better even than people cats. But Or just in costume as cats. I mean, really. It's just like, weird. It, it's like what we were talking about yesterday with the big, big anime eyes on a human face. It just, it's just wrong and so creepy. And that's how this marriage of this is why we should never breed with cats. Like there should be no human cat hybrids because they would be terrifying. Yes, but they would definitely have more than two breasts. <laughs> yes, because you can't have a litter and feed them with two breasts. You have to have more than one. Mm-mm. Yeah, more than two. Yeah, cats don't stand in line very well. They're not good at waiting. So, all right. Star Wars Episode Nine came out on the 20th. Yes, it did. I saw it on the 20th. You saw it on the 20th. Good show. Yep. I was there. I saw it again on the uh, 30th. Yeah. (laughs) The 29th. Yeah, I want to go and see it again. Uh, My husband was one of the ones that was not in love with it. I thought it was good. I mean, I want to see it again. And... uh, yeah, I liked it. I liked it better the second time, as I tend to do when I watch these. I liked it fine the first time, but I, I liked it better. All the stuff that, because we did a Star Wars episode, if you look back two weeks ago, we did a full, you know, spoilerific one. And, uh, you know, I, there were things that I had heard about after the fact that I wanted to see again. And when I watched it, I did catch them. So that was cool. And yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I. My biggest question is still how long it's going to take her to sweep that sand i know exactly that's all i'm saying so (laughs) she's got some housekeeping to do anyway a little bit yeah a little bit so all right well so that was that they also had bombshell came out with uh nicole kidman and uh margot roby and charlize theron as the girls Mm -hmm. from fox news and i know these girls from fox news very well because i worked in a place in houston and they played fox news all day long and so i knew all of them um yeah, I know who they are, too. Not because I watch it, but because every time I go to my in-law's house, it's playing on a loop yeah. at, like, top volume. Yeah, We're like, let's watch movies. Look at all these movies we brought with us. Yeah. <laughs> so I I know that there's going to be some excellent acting in there. And mm-hmm. I just can't watch it because it's Fox News. And, two, because it's right. also a very uh, disturbing topic. And so oh, I yeah. just can't watch it. You know, like, nothing... Everybody gets away with whatever the fuck they want. Is anybody at uh, Fox News in trouble now? Oh, they lost their job. I'm sure that they're crying in their millions of dollars about losing their job. Mm-hmm. You know, the only people really affected were the the ladies. Yeah. The women. So, yeah. you know, yeah, everybody's out to get something when that's, they accuse. That's always what it is. People always say, oh, women come out about this stuff for attention. I'm like, for, what are they gaining? Yeah. Show me one woman who has come out with a harassment suit, who has somehow come out on top of the game and is now rolling in it and everybody knows who she is no think about the was 73 women that bill cosby raped do you remember any of their names no because it's not about that that's not what people are doing and even if you come out and even if you come out technically on top because the person somehow gets slapped down or they have to face a fine or they have to go to jail or something happens to them that woman's life is still ruined most of the time she is not out there doing great stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, ugh, gross. Anyway. Yeah, yeah I, I, I've I, not wanted to watch it for the same reasons. Yeah. But I, I like my brain's like, I should watch this because it's 
some a story that needs to be told, I'm sure. But again, no, that's going to well, change. Well, yeah. And also, though, I mean, there is going to be a bias on it. And so then I'm like, well, right. okay, so counteracting one bias with another bias, that's better. I don't know. Whatever. Um, yeah, I just, I, yeah. Yeah. I so, you know, December... But I'm with you. I don't want to do anything that supports Fox yeah, News. Yeah, exactly. So. I don't think they're making any money off of it, but who the fuck knows? Maybe. They're not, but I still yeah. I just can't. Yeah, I just, yeah. Um. So December is the big month where everybody's pushing out Oscar bait. Oscar yeah. bait. So, so we have some more Oscar movies that are coming out. 1917 is supposed to be very, very good. Um, it's actually not out universally until January 10th, but uh, it was released right. in um, in December, and I will not remember to bring it up next year, but apparently it was all shot as if it were one continuous shot. Um, so it has mm. a really neat look to it. I have a tough time with war movies um, because I don't like the anxiety with things that are real. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so, but it looks, it looks amazing. So I may watch it, but I'm not ready yet. Uh, maybe. So uh, another little, little women came out. And from mm-hmm. what I understand, they didn't make um, Amy March look like the biggest douche canoe on the planet. So that's good because I hate her. And so if they made her better, that's great. Wait, isn't Amy the one that was sick and willowy? Oh, and maybe shit? not. Maybe I'm getting the one that was Meg and no. So Meg's a good one. Uh, there's the the one that the youngest one that was just yeah, a I little know. brat. Joe. No, That's no, good. Joe's the main one. Yeah. Well, Joe and Meg, I think, are the oldest ones, and there's another one that nobody cares about, and then there's the one that's sick and dies in every other version of it. I don't know if she does. Oh, this I'm sure one she does. Not, it's so. in the book, but um. Yeah, that's not a spoiler. It's somebody been a, said they changed the ending, but I I haven't seen it. Uh, but you said she doesn't Honestly, die at the end. I've she dies enough. like mid movie, if it's a thing. Yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, so they have. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm sorry, it's been out for hundreds and hundreds of years. No, <laughs> maybe not hundreds and hundreds, but at least a hundred. At least a yeah. hundred. Yeah. Um. So, it's a uh, that's the story, but uh, you know, it's always been a cute story. Um, I watch a god awful remake of the Christmas version with modern day um, things. And it was so instead of uh, Amy, I think her name's Amy, who was terrible. She burned up a bunch of um, of uh, Joe's stuff in the in the book. And it was terrible. Mm. And you're like, what a little brat. Well, this time she um, she tweeted out nudes of her of uh, the person's a. Uh, Joe was a, a Twitter writer for celebrities. So instead of celebrities writing their own tweets, they had her, this author do it. Right. And so she tweeted yeah. out nudes as if they, she was the celebrity. So she like ruined her career. Yeah. And I was like, sounds like to all the boys I've loved yes, before. So that book was cute. Yeah. But what it, um, so it was terrible remake. So don't watch it if you see it. If they say ever say a 2000s retelling of the March Sisters, or I think it's called A March Christmas, don't watch it. It's awful. <laughs> anyway. No worries. After I saw the movie that had, uh, what's her name in it? Kirsten Dunst and uh, Winona Ryder. I was done. I just can't. I read the book when I was a kid. Yeah. Watched that movie. Yeah. I mean, I like it. It's not great. 
it's not terrible. It's like no Bronte or anything, but the people are saying, oh, it's a classic. But I think they only well, like it because it's an American thing. classic. That's, that's the thing. I don't enjoy the classics. I put it out there right now. I just don't. Like when we did Pride and Prejudice and Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, that was my first attempt to go back to a quote classic. And, you know, I, and I liked them. I, I liked those so much better. But I think also as an adult, I got the context of them better. So most of them are just... Blech, like so boring to me but i know other people love historical fiction and that kind of crap good for you yeah i enjoy so it my nice, my first so. book of 2020 so i guess i technically finished it in 2020 even though i started in 2019 um was a classic and it was a christmas book mm-hmm. and it's so funny um how they thought about health back in the day because um <laughs> right. They uh, they keep talking about how as um, when a, a girl is in like becoming a teenager, so she kind of loses that baby fat. That's when they mm-hmm. they chop back her studies because she doesn't need to think too much at that point because she's too weak. Um, to, to, she she's is too weak. She's losing too she, much. Too weak to think. <laughs> uh, but then and then they're talking about like kids, the kids that get sick. You know, they get the fever and, you know, it's always like a 50-50 chance that they're going to die or not, right? Right. And um, they're like, oh, but this is going to be real problematic because that little girl's smart. And smart girls have a tough time surviving the fever. Like, and I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> the fever melts the brain cells and it causes you yeah, to die. I, can, right I, I mean, it's so funny. Like, the things that they think are, like, uh, medically important. Right. Like, oh, yeah, that little girl's too smart. So she's probably going to be dead when she gets the fever. Like, <laughs> Or we need to cut back on her studies because how will she ever find herself a husband if she's so smart? Yep. So she can't be smarter than her husband because then he'll feel bad about himself. <laughs> that wasn't part of the books that I was reading, but it was only dealing with eight. I don't care. It's a part yeah. of life. <laughs> yeah, I read 175 books for 2019, and I can guarantee not one of them was what anyone would consider like classic literature. Yeah. <laughs> But we read a couple of them the year before, so it balances out, yep. right? Yep. So. Uh, there's a new, um, is it Pixar or is it um, DreamWorks? I don't know. It's The Spies in Disguise. That one looks cute. Look cute. I haven't seen it yet, but I will. Is that the one that it's like, I don't, I don't think that's the same one. There's one coming out that's like Chris Pratt and Tom Holland, but they're, you know, CGI, you know, whatever, Pixar-y kind of characters. But I think that's one coming out soon. But that one that you're talking about, Spies in Disguise, that had like Will Smith and... You know, this doesn't tell you anybody of import in the list of who's in it, as we've learning. Uh, So it has... Here, I'll find it. It has Jarrett Bruno. I don't know. Spies in Disguise. Uh, I just know they turn into pigeons. Somebody I don't know. Somebody I don't know. Somebody I don't know. So it does have Will Smith, Reba McIntyre. Why are they not the top people on this list? This is what it says. Stars Rachel Brosnahan, Jarrett Bruno, Claire Crosby. That's who's on the top bill. Why are they top bill? All cast. You got Will Smith in this. Yeah, Will Smith. And Tom Holland. Reba McIntyre. Masi Oka. There's your favorite. We love him. and then well, I just IMDB Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah. But why is Ben Mendelsohn not on top? I don't know. Fuck. But Will Smith and Tom Holland are the biggest stars on the thing. And they are not on my list of people that are in this movie. Oh, well, that's stupid. Right. Anyway. Yeah, there's a lot of good people in. This yeah. Cast. Um, there's also one that another new movie where 
Oh, Tom Holland is in this one as well. That is the one I'm talking about. Yeah, he's like, wait. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. But he's in this this movie, The Spies. That's what the I Spies said. Will Smith and Tom Holland, yeah. and they're not listed as my thing. I have to look at the damn picture. Yeah, the, um, yeah on the on IMDb, it's like 20 people down. Tom Holland. Like, yeah. Mm, okay. So, um, uh, Michael B. Jordan's in a new movie that's coming out at the end of the year, um, if it or at the end of 2019, called Just Mercy. And I haven't seen it out yet, so it might be a limited release. I've seen the, um, because uh, so Jamie Foxx is in it too. Yes, it's yes, uh, it's the one where Michael B. Jordan is and, a lawyer. Yeah, and Brie right? Larson's in it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I've seen the the release for that. I think it's an Oscar bait one that they're trying to put out at the end, and then will open in January. Yeah, that's so. that's my assumption too. Um, but it's like, you know, Michael B. Jordan can act in anything. You know, he's excellent in Creed. Obviously, he was excellent in um, Black Panther. Um, he mm-hmm. he has a really good style. I don't think that being an attorney is going to be like hard for him. So I'm sure it's going to be awesome. No. Um, and you know what? He needs an Oscar just for black Panther because they don't give Oscars Agreed. shit like that. So let's give him one, uh, for it. Just like when Jennifer Lawrence got her Oscar, that was a hunger games Oscar. That was not a, right. um, that was not sh- for that yeah, shitty movie. Exactly. That movie was terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, I did not enjoy it. Was it was terrible. I was like, I don't Absolutely understand terrible. why everybody is going on and on about this fucking movie. I don't even remember the name of it. I just remember how awful it was. It was Silver Lining yes, Playbook. awful. Made no sense. I'm like, what? This is it, terrible. Like, I don't yeah, understand. Was, but I love her. You know, but yeah. I don't know. So, yeah, Michael B. Jordan was great. And I honestly, I will put it out there that I think that Killmonger is maybe my favorite oh, villain of the I last think, decade. I think so. He is an incredible uh He's an incredible villain. Um, He's an incredible villain. He's also just an incredibly layered character. We just don't see that, especially with villains. It's like villain because evil. That's, you know, once we start layering in reasons and morality and personal tragedy and all these other things, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I could totally be a killmonger. Yeah, I... I Minus minus the uh, incredible fighting skills and yeah, and, and we've <laughs> talked about this in um yeah minus minus all of that um right. uh, minus the six pack abs <laughs> yeah <laughs> definitely minus the six pack abs and the being a dude and and some other physical characteristics <laughs> I won't go into but yeah so. it's um it's absolutely uh true though uh, Marvel has really looked into kind of expanding the motivations of their villains and uh dc mm-hmm. has not done a very good job with that because like you know like you know the al ghouls and stuff like their job their motivation yeah. is to like cleanse gotham like who the fuck cares give us a reason to cleanse about right. Gotham. it's like you don't even live in gotham why do, do you care? care yeah it's like you know what i need to cleanse portland oregon have you ever been to portland mm-hmm does that have anything to do with you? No. Nah. I just heard it's gross and I just want to just take care of that shit. It's just my job now. It's my calling. <laughs> there are way too many hipsters in Portland, yep. Oregon. We're having a flannel shortage and crisis and everyone dresses like a hamster. I'm just throwing yes. it Yes. So we decided no more Portland. Uh, and uh, I'm going to start this League of Assassins. And Yeah. And we're going to fight to the death with ninjas to make it happen. So sorry, Starbucks. And- yep. Whatever else is in hippie hipster town, so yeah, um, the stocking cap industry is going down. <laughs> um, so you know, another movie that I wanted to bring up that I think actually came out in November and wasn't on my list because it was released direct to Netflix, and it was The Irishman. Um, it's a Scorsese movie, and it was really, really good. Now, 
I know we'd expected it to be good, so it's not like a, uh, it's not a stunner because it had uh, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci. I mean, it had all of the big ones in it, and it was you know a mobster right. movie, so it was right up mm-hmm. Scorsese's um, in Scorsese's wheelhouse. So, but uh, it was a good movie, a little slow, three hours twenty nine minutes. Um, yeah, yeah, I had to take a break in the middle, but you know you're at home, get a pause it. <laughs> Come back 10 minutes later yep. after you got to the bathroom, fed the dogs, and done all that bullshit. So, um, right. yeah. But long movie. I think they could have cut at least 29 minutes out of that three hours and 29 minutes. But, mm-hmm. again, I'm not Scorsese. I don't tell him no. Um, but, anyway. <laughs> so, I do want to recommend it because I bet it's going to be nominated for something or other. Uh, they also kind of mm-hmm. had some de-aging technology so you could see robert de niro what he looked like you know 20 years ago like we don't know but <laughs> right uh, but still was kind of fun so anyway yeah i think i missed one of the movies from august that i i haven't seen but i really want to see is the kitchen with uh, melissa mccarthy oh, about and Tiffany kitchen. Haddish yeah. and elizabeth what's her name uh, yeah it's a it's about uh the one from The Handmaid's Tale, whatever yeah. her name is. Uh, I forget it, too. Um, but that was, it's a serious role, right? It's about... Yeah, it's serious. It's about, like, mobsters in Hell's Kitchen in the eight, 70s or 80s Yeah, or and something. it's like or... the wives of mobsters, right? Well, they become the mobsters. Yeah. Like, I think they're all single moms or whatever, but the mobsters try to, to, to like, run them out of town or, or they're just trying to, like, uh, like strong-arm them, and then they just turn it around and, and go all, you know, all in that I'd like yeah. to see. I've not seen it. It looks very gritty. looks very, you know, it's, it's kind of got that Luke Cage feel to it. If you know what I'm well, talking that's about. It's where in it's Hell's like, kitchen. It's just a little daredevilish yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah. Yes. Yeah, has a little, has a little thing yeah. to it. So, but uh, yeah, I think it'd be good. Of course I've been to Hell's kitchen nowadays. It's very, very expensive and uh, it's very gentrified. And, yes, yes. It's like, <laughs> like you can walk to Broadway. So they have all these places that are serving like $500 dinners and um, mm-hmm. so that you can go to the show afterwards and people live above them in yep. multi-million dollar, you know, 400 square foot condos. So, yeah, I don't think that's what this movie. Yeah, about. I don't think so either, <laughs> but it is definitely different. Oh, you know, and again, I was only in yeah. like the touristy area, the, you know, walk to Broadway area, but I don't know how big Hell's Kitchen is. Uh, it was, I don't think it's, it was pretty big, hoity-toity but... when I was down there the last time. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. anyway, cu- but I'm still curious. I still love to watch shows like that. So we'll see. Yeah. I, I would like to see that one. I love Melissa McCarthy in literally everything. And I love Tiffany Haddish. Um, I read I read her autobiography this year. It's called The Last Black Unicorn. Mm-hmm. So funny. If you listen to the audiobook for that, it is hilarious. She is hilarious. And I just, I love her. She's just such a real person. Yeah, I she cracks really like me that, up. So. I, you know, that movie is probably going to be terrible. The one that's coming out where she's, um, uh, she's in business, the, the makeup business with um, Selma Hayek. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I haven't seen it. Oh, it's yet. not out yet. But the trailer? No, I mean, I haven't seen, I haven't seen a we don't have TV, so I <laughs> like come across whatever HGTV decides to put on seven commercials in a row. Yeah, me, uh, on their app. So yeah, let me see. I can't. Which, by the way, I'm never buying Gogurt Dunkers because I'm so sick of that fucking commercial. <laughs> that is, I was like, you get seven slots for commercials. You only have three commercials, and they're just running them back and back. I'm like, shut up. I don't care. 
Yeah. Okay. So it's called um, Like a Boss. And, um, mm. but I saw the rated R trailer. You know how they have the ones that are the red R's? It was, yeah. it was a little, oh, the red, yeah, trailer. The red trailer. Yeah. It was red band trailer. Yeah. It was called. dirty and it cracked me up. Um, but, uh, my husband had no interest in it because I mean, it's going to be cheesy and stupid. Yeah, we can go see it when exactly. I come so, so send your Patreon and PayPal money, Yes. Folks. So that, yeah, so Selma Hayek's it. You want to hear us talk about a dirty movie? Yes. <laughs> so Selma Hayek's <laughs> in it, and the, just one of the clips was it. They're like, don't worry about your, don't worry your pretty little head about it. And she goes, my head is not little. It only appears little because of my gigantic boobs. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, I'll have to check that yeah, one out. Yeah, so, it, I mean... I'm sure I'm going to end up seeing it alone because my husband was not interested in any of it, but I was laughing. So I like, you know, I like crap like that. So. Oh yeah, totally. uh, Anyway. But. Yes. I think that's it. I think we got to the. Yeah, that was a 2019 movie review. That's insane that we are. How do we already get through a whole year? I, I don't know. I, I, I do not remember 2019 except for for bad things happening. So let's <laughs> I know. Let's make good things happen in 2020 it. so that I can think of it yeah. happily and not frustratingly. Yes. Well, if you're interested in hanging out with us 2020 on our book club, you can come to our page on Facebook. And it's like facebook.com slash groups slash NBP reading challenge. And sign up to hang out with us there. We're going to have not just the books that we're doing directly on the podcast, but other challenges. And it's a lot of really great support for people who are looking to up their up their reading game or just find something new. Everybody sets their own pace. So some people do three books a year and some people do 200 books a year. And congratulations, Chelsea, for hitting 200 books this year. I'm super proud of you. That's insane. That's, that is crazy. I upped my game this this year by putting 20. Hey, that's awesome. I already read one because I started in December. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, uh, I've been listening. I was listening to audiobook with Paul. We're listening to um, Armada by Ernest Klein. Did we ever cover that one? No. We did Ready yeah, Player on One, but did we do no, Armada? No, we done Armada. We totally should. It's great. Um, but anyway, so he's listening to And now this is one that we've listened to. A lot. We listen to it on road trips and stuff because we enjoy it. And we enjoy Will Wheaton reading, whatever. So he's listening to it, you know, and I'm listening to it. And then he has to go to work the next day. And so I continue listening to it, <laughs> finish the book, you know, the night before last. And then he's like, hey, do you mind if I keep the book going? I'm like, nope, go right ahead. <laughs> I'm listening to it again for the second time in oh two my days. Gosh. I'm like, meh. It's fine. That's hilarious. But I'm also the I'm also the one like, okay, I need to get this many more books read to get to this final push. Uh so I'm listening to the audiobook, reading another book. Like he's like, What are you doing? I'm like, I'm in the zone. Back off. So <laughs> Yep. All right. Um, I do have an internet quote. It's anonymous. It's anonymous, but uh it's still funny. Since I'm I'm no expert on parenting, lady, but maybe your kid is acting up because it's 1 a.m. and he's at goddamn Whataburger. <laughs> yes. If you've ever been at Whataburger at 1 a.m., you know that is the God's honest yeah. truth right there. So, here you go. Like, take him home. He's an asshole. Yes. 
So, all right, reminders again, if you want to help support the podcast, and we are super happy. Again, we are just celebrating our five-year anniversary podcasting. What? Crazy. Uh, I I can't believe it's been five years already. That's nuts. Uh, But if you want to continue to support us, we really appreciate it. Uh, Any little bit helps. We're also, like we said, working on getting live shows together for Southern California, helping me get out there to do these shows. Um, So you can go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash nerdy bitches, and you can donate a monthly fee and you can, we have multiple tiers with rewards and stuff that you can get buttons or a t-shirt or I don't know, whatever else is on there. If you don't want to do a monthly thing, or if you just want to like send something to help with this particular mission, you know, mission California, uh, we have a PayPal page. You can go to um, it's like paypal.me slash nerdy bitches podcast or just go to just send it to contact us at nerdybitches.com. Easy. Um, the other way you can help support us is also help and support yourself in your desire to smell and feel better. You can go to our friends at frankieandmer.com. <laughs> your desire to smell better. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> It, it is. It's aromatherapy. So it's not just for you. It smells good for other people that are around you. Yep. It's lovely. So you can go to frankieandmer.com. And if you use our code nerdy, N-E-R-D-Y, you'll get 15% off of your entire purchase and free shipping over $35. And they have all sorts of cool stuff. Again, our signature scent is Spray the Bitch Away. Helps with irritability or whatever else you got going on. They've got stuff for sleep. They've got stuff for mosquitoes. They've got stuff to cover your weed smell. They've got stuff to make you smell like weed. I don't know. Uh, they have just about everything you can imagine. So go check them out, frankieandmer.com. And then next week, we also want to tell you that we are going to be doing our next book club episode. And this one, I hope you've read it because it's a good long book. And uh, it took me like six months to get it from the library. Uh, <laughs> we are doing The Golden Compass which is the first book in the His Dark Material series by Philip Pullman. So if you've read it, great. If you haven't, try to catch it and read up with us. Or just listen to the episode and we'll tell you everything you need to know. So, Yep. So I guess that is all we have for this week. Um, Yeah, so we'll see you guys next time. All right. Music provided by www.bensound.com, and please email feedback to contact us at nerdybitches.com. Oh my god. No, 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 no. <laughs> Why would anybody shave a bear?